Topsy-turvy, dating curvy. I'm Koo. And I'm Nan. How you doing, Nan? I'm doing good. How are you doing? I am fantastic. So happy <laughs> to be here with you today. I know. And you know what I love is that the weather is getting warmer. Yes. <laughs> um, but what I don't like is, my gosh, my allergies are crazy. I, you know, I'm going to knock on some wood. I don't have, I have allergies, but they're unique, but I do not have seasonal allergies. I actually have what is called idiopathic induced anaphylaxis, which means that I'm not allergic to anything, but my body will randomly go into an anaphylactic reaction for no reason. I've never heard of that. Yeah. 15% 15% of the world's population. Oh, has this. Well, look at that. You're all special. Oh, yeah, um, special. I never had seasonal allergies until spring of 2020. Well, a lot of things happened. In, a, lot, a lot of things happened in 2020. Let's right? be honest. Far too much. Far too much. <laughs> Nan, well, what are we doing today? Oh, so I want to ask you a question. Okay. Why do you think so many people hate talking on the phone? I think that, um, I think that when you talk on the phone, I think it gives a lot of who you are and people can, you can't hide who you truly are. I feel like we've become a society that is, um, banking on the fact that you're hidden behind the text the phone and the text messaging or the email or you know we're just we're just separating ourselves from each other and I think that the I actually think people think that a phone conversation is too personal actually it's funny you should say that I actually read an article by a psychologist and some of the reasons could actually be that a person is shy Um, um, but even if you're an extrovert you don't think you represent yourself um, well in a phone conversation. Oh. So there could be a lot of that. Um, Another thing is, is that phone calls actually leave out body language. So you're actually missing out on the cues that you would have if you were face-to-face. And so actually someone could actually perceive what you're saying is malicious, but it's actually, you're actually just being funny, but they're not actually picking up on the body language cues. They're not actually able to see them to know that that's actually what it is. So isn't that worse than text messaging? We'll see. Now, this is where it gets interesting, right? Because you think about text messaging and emailing. Yeah, A lot of people can make assumptions because a lot of things can get lost in translation there. Think about like when you email all in caps, what does that say to you? Oh, that, that indicates that you're angry or upset. Yes. Um, but if you followed it with some exclamation points or some emojis, you'd be like, oh, this person is really excited. Right. You know, so, you know, you've got that. So there's a little bit of a leeway with the email or a text message, because what people will do is they'll actually use those emojis to kind of like 
I would think be kind of like the body language that you're not actually seeing. That being said, I have definitely gotten some emails that I have taken the wrong way. (laughs) Well, absolutely. Plus, usually if you email me or text me while I'm at work and I'm, I'm actively working in my system, I usually put a disclosure, please excuse the caps. I'm working and I need to be in all caps to do what I'm doing. (laughs) Yes. But, you know, so I actually kind of thought that article was interesting because I actually know a lot of people that do not enjoy the phone. If you had your choice, so let's go with this. If you had your choice to call in and order a meal for pickup or order it online, what would you do? It depends on the restaurant for me. Yeah. Um, So usually if it's like a pizzeria, I can order online. I don't mind calling in. I, I'll be honest, and this is going to come out really um, bad, but if it's a restaurant in which the person answering the phone speaks a different language, mm-hmm. and whenever I've called in the past, I've always had a hard time communicating what it is I want, mm-hmm. and they have online ordering, I'm online ordering, because then, then I can skip the part where I'm repeating what I'm saying because they don't understand what I'm saying. Yeah. I actually think that, uh, you know, when we're talking about 2020, 2020, (laughs) just, you know, that's clearly going to be a time that's going to, we're going to look back when we're 90 and be like, holy hell. But it is also a time where technology and apps really took off. Think about Uber Eats, DoorDash and all of that. So people are looking at that as a convenience. I don't have to talk to anybody. So you think about like this time, you know, two years ago where we had to essentially live like hermits and we had to isolate and we couldn't, we couldn't be with our uh, large group of friends or we could not be with our families. We had to be like, if you're in a house, these are the people that you're with. This is where, you know, this is where you stay. And so it was really frowned upon you know, to go to parties and, and things like that. And I think that what is essentially happened two years later is now you've got these apps and now it's just, it's just this thing, like, um, you're just kind of, um, isolating yourself. I agree. I agree. Mm -hmm. Um, but my issue with those apps is that it's it's pretty simple. Uh, the whole menu is not on the apps. Yeah. Now I'm not going to say I'm a difficult customer, but (laughs) you do live in Jersey. (laughs) I tend to like to make edits to things because there are things that I just don't understand why they're there. And on those apps, you can't make the adjustment or, you know, you, you can't tell the person like, Hey, I don't want that. (laughs) So I still don't use those apps. I, I don't use Uber Eats or DoorDash or Grubhub or any of those because I find it annoying that what I want for some reason is never offered when you go to the DoorDash menu, like, but they make this, but it's not there. That drives me nuts. And weird enough, um, yeah, we were isolated, but you know what I started using more? What? It wasn't the phone, but it was video chatting. 
Yes. No, I, it's okay. So I, I'm not having phone conversations, but I'm not texting either. I'm not emailing or texting. I'm FaceTiming. I'm Zooming. I'm do Google Duoing, uh, Messenger video, WhatsApp mm -hmm. video. So, I mean, I've spent a lot of time in video chats for the last two years. Yeah. And, you know, when we talk a lot of times, we, you know, we don't even phone call each other. We FaceTime each other. Yeah. We do it. We do it on video because I love seeing I mean, beautiful We're face. in a Zoom now. <laughs> we're in a Zoom now. Absolutely. And, you know, this is where I so Thursday, last Thursday, I was in Zoom for seven hours. I know. I literally I went from one Zoom to another and it was seven hours. And I'm like, my butt hurts. It's funny to me now that I raced home for zoom meetings like oh I have a zoom at like six I gotta get you gotta home. hurry up yeah you gotta hurry up and get on my settled. computer yeah yeah <laughs> yep yep and I also think that like um the other thing I was reading about was like for millennials is that they would just prefer they they think that which I don't understand they think that talking takes too much time so it's just easier to text yeah, but you miss so much in a text. Like if I, yeah. like, like Nan, you could text me anything mm -hmm. and I would grab what you're feeling, what the emotion mm -hmm. was, blah, blah, mm -hmm. blah. But Nan, um, I spent two days in a car with you. Mm -hmm. I spent a week in the same room as you. Yep. I talk to you probably once a day at least. Easily. Yep. And I see you all the time in Zooms. So my personal experience with you has really seen all of your ranges. So when yeah. you text me, I know how you're feeling just via the text. If I haven't done that with you, if I haven't met you face to face, I have a hard time pulling what you mean. Like, are you being funny? Are you kidding? Yeah. Because I don't know you like that. But like, if I know, you know, you, I have no problems. You texting me all the time. I'm going to be honest. Uh, my best friend and I talk via Google chat every day. That's how we talk to each other. And the mm -hmm. reason is whenever we would call each other, a husband or a child or somebody else would interrupt the conversation because simply because they saw the phone in our hands. Yeah. They're cutting <laughs> we, into your, they're cutting yeah, into your BFF so, time. So we learned years ago that if we were texting each other, um, we could have a full conversation with no interruptions and we still do that to this day, but it's her. She can, I could go, Hey, and she'll go, Oh my God, what's wrong. <laughs> right. But it's hard to know that when yeah. you're, when you're meeting someone. So have you ever had met, um, talked with someone like via message or text message and they just want to just go from a text message to meeting per, you know, physically meeting you? Um, yes. And I have done that. And I have met, I, I run on feelings a lot of the time. So when I'm, even if in a text message, I really try to pull who you are out of, uh, out of you and I run on feelings. So I have met men from text message to coffee. Mm -hmm. I have done that. If I can get the phone call in there, um, great but you know what I do when I can't get the phone call mm -hmm. I I ask them to send me a voice message oh yeah oh 
that's and, it, and if I can get the voice message and I get to hear like a, a hey Kamari, how are you? Or something like that, that is I can I can run from that. Um so sometimes I don't need the phone call. If I can get the voice message, I won't need them to call me. So I actually had I actually had a guy probably about a month ago. We started, you know, conversing and stuff like that. And then we went up to texting. And he's like, um, he's like, I feel really weird in asking this, but he had been, he had an experience of being catfished. And so he was just like, you know, do you, can, do you mind just like sending me a picture of like what you're doing right now? And I was like, all right, but I'm like, we could just, you know, FaceTime. <laughs> and we did, we FaceTime. So you could actually, we could actually see like, oh, you're, you're who you say you are, you know? So, um, you know, but that it was just interesting because, you know, we don't who, you know, I, I think that um, it would be silly to say that, uh, you know, we have we definitely get a lot of scammers and catfishers. So. Um, so. Uh, I thought it was interesting and actually kind of I, like I really acknowledge him for that to because, you know, I don't that was actually a first for me to be like, can you just send me a picture of what you're doing right now? Because, yeah, you know, so, uh, I've had this experience. Voice, the point of the voice message mm -hmm. is that, yeah, I really want the hey, how are you? Because if you're supposed to be from New York mm -hmm. and you were born in New York, yeah. <laughs> And you yep. have a Nigerian accent, <laughs> or oddly enough, a French accent. Interesting. A French accent. Mm -hmm. um, but you were born in Brooklyn, and you say you're in Brooklyn. Mm -hmm. Why do you have a French accent? Oh, I call BS on that BS, one. Yes. Or you know, um, you know, you're from Louisiana, and you still are in Louisiana, but you sound like you're from Canada. I like, I, I honestly, I am very in tune to accents. Yep. So I listen to your pattern um, and stuff like that. If you make it through typing to me without me catching that you're mm -hmm. not a native English speaker, mm -hmm. that's impressive. Mm -hmm. um, and but that little, that five second speech pattern is so important. The other thing for me is like, you know, you got to remember my family is not from here. Right. So there are times where I instantly catch the English being off because of the flow. Yeah. You know, I have, I have talked to men that, you know, were in New York, but they'll say something to me in an email and I will hear the Caribbean in it. I will see the phrasing different. And I'd be like, oh, are you from the Caribbean? And that's my sentence. And they're like, how did you know? Oh, it's because of what you just said. And I understand how that phrasing goes. That's interesting. But like, I, I do understand that because when we were in Florida a few weeks ago, um, we are actually next to a car and you're like, Hey, are you Trini or are you, I forget what the other Guyanese. one is. Yeah. And they were Guyanese and it was just fascinating. I'm like, I, I'm like, I, I, you know, I, when you know, you know, so, you um, know, and you know. I did not know, but I was so fascinated to look, to be like, oh, like you could, you could tell it was, you're either going to be this or this. That was fascinating. 
And that's what I, I just like that. I love, I love like learning about stuff like that. It just it fascinates me um, about that. So, um, but yeah, I think that phone conversations seem to be few and far between and um, it just doesn't seem like people want to have them anymore. I agree. I agree. Mm. Stuck in a rut? How about tired of feeling blue? We at the Self Love Club 86 believe that the secret to success begins with putting you first and learning to love and appreciate you. Our personal growth and development subscription service is an online community of people all who seek to better themselves and improve their quality of life. Subscribers will engage in continuous learning content that releases at 9 a.m. every Sunday. Each learning module includes one podcast-style video paired with themed activities and discussion boards. Subscribers will also have access to a live group coaching call every other week to provide a more personalized experience that will guide you on your journey of self-love and transformation. For more information, please visit www.selfloveclub86.com and click on the subscriptions tab at the top and subscribe today. Do you think that I'm trying to recall and I don't recall it. um, I I hate saying back in the day, (laughs) God, I sound like my mother, but you know, when we first started, like when online dating first started, right. Um, You know, you would have your little chitty chats and then you would have a phone conversation. And so now it's like you got to chat on the app and then you've got to work up to you bypass email altogether. And then it's like text messaging. And so then it's text messaging. And it's like, I feel like it takes longer to get to a phone conversation now than it did. I would even say like 10 years ago. I agree. I think I actually think that like originally it would go from like talking inside the dating app straight to a phone conversation. Yes. Yep. I agree. And it would happen after like maybe a few back and forth. Like if you were, if it's three days later and you're still talking, you would have moved to the phone already. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, now it's like, Okay, we've been texting for a month. <laughs> yeah. Like, what, what What are we doing? Are, are, is, are we yeah, texting? like, I mean, do you want a pen pal? I'm confused. Because <laughs> you didn't you have had... pen pal listed on your profile. Exactly. So. Have you had any good phone conversations lately? Um, no, to be honest with you, I have not. I have definitely had some conversations that where I felt... Um, after hanging up, I'd be like, nope, not meeting that person at all. Cause I just didn't get a good feeling based yeah. on the phone. And it's interesting, right? Because like here, you know, this is where that body language and it's funny because they talk about you're missing cues and stuff like on body language, but are you really, because I feel like tone, tone is a great indicator And I mean, I've definitely had conversations where I did not feel comfortable um, after the phone conversation in wanting to meet a person. Okay. I don't, I don't, you know, okay, no. So tea guy. Okay. (laughs) 
we will always use nicknames to protect um to what is it to protect yes, to protect <laughs> the idiots. <laughs> so I remember the first time I talked to T Guy, and I'm gonna be honest, the the voice back to me. Now I'm telling you this because you have spoken to T Guy. <laughs> that was by far the funniest thing. And we'll come back. We'll don't worry, people. We'll circle back to that. I, I remember upon hearing his voice for the first time, I was like, I shouldn't be going. <laughs> and why? I don't know. It was and it it's it's the tone. Yep. It's the tone. And it, I don't think he has a tone. It's just his general tone. There's something in it that kind of let me know. Mm. But I had already committed to going. Mm -hmm. So, but I kind of did go knowing that this wasn't going to mesh. Because when I find, when I heard his voice for the first time, all the things in me said, Mm, this isn't the one you know yeah but I so that's and that's the one time because I had already committed to going I went regardless but I would just remember the first time I heard him speak I was like oh but yeah and you know you've talked to him so maybe you heard it too <laughs> what are the chances that T guy is going to be listening to this I have probably very slim to slim. none. Slim to none. <laughs> when we when we become like the number one podcast to listen to, he may, he may circle back around and he's going to be like, "Wait a minute, this sounds oddly familiar." <laughs> <laughs> but until such time, <laughs> so we were we were in Florida, and uh, we had an amazing time, and we had. Uh, we had an amazing road trip and by Absolutely. far the best road trip I've ever had. Absolutely. And Can't was, wait to do it again. <laughs> oh my God. It was so much fun in a heartbeat. And it yeah. was just, we just meshed so well. And it was actually, I think initially there might've been a little concern about, are we going to like, uh, like each other, hate each other at the end of this. <laughs> and honestly, we just had a, we had a great time. I'm sure that it, there were, I like, think it I, bonded us more than. Mm -hmm. I think it bonded us more than any of us thought it was going to. Yep. And I know that you were getting annoyed with me about my alligator floaty <laughs> on the top of the car and insisting that, you know, you were like, no, it can't be inflated. There's no room. I'm like, we'll put it on, we'll put it on the hood, but you know, I'm going to go out and, you know, float with the alligator. an alligator. So I made up for it. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, but so we're, so we're, you know, heading back and, you know, you know, 16 hours, 16 plus hours you know, that's a lot of time to kill. <laughs> so, there's, only, there's only so much karaoke you could do and there's conversation. So we're like, all right, let's, let's fuck with tea guy. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I'm here for it. So we you had, called. <laughs> we called tea guy and Koo never spoke. I Not spoke. a word. I Who was, was driving. Who was driving? Nan was the co-pilot at the moment, and, and I was other, driving. Yeah, I our, never said a word. And our other two passengers remained silent. <laughs> and I talked to T guy. Now, initially, 
he was hesitant. He really had to, he was like really thinking. And then he got over it really quick. He did. But I can't tell you, I could not have been any more unco <laughs> than I was on that phone conversation. And I've known Ku, like we we've talked. I know how she talks and stuff like that. I was so the polar opposite of Ku. And, not and it a was thing that he hilarious. <laughs> He didn't pick up on it. No. Well, I told you, I think T guy is one of those guys who's got the checklist. Like I like the big, I want to get a big girl. And he's, uh, he decided it was me. And I was, I'm just ahead of the game on him. And he only, he also only calls randomly and it's random. It's very random. Yeah. So I was all okay with you. I just thought it was his turn. He did quite, he questioned it once. And then, <clears throat> and then you assured him that you were me. And he was like, oh, okay. He's like, maybe it's because you're in the car. <laughs> yeah. I got a little coup-like. Yeah. But yeah. not super coup. It was no. just like, no, why would you think this? Well, it was a, I, I, it was I pulled a Jersey coup and be like, why, like, why would you think this wasn't me? Yes. You yes. know, exactly. but then I would go back and I'm like, you know, like you do you boo. Not, and that's the thing is that is, that is a nannerism. That is not a coupism at yeah. all. I have never heard coup you know say those words no it's not ever a no a coup phrase is very simple yes you talking it's to very, me it's very, <laughs> it's very jersey yeah you talking to me <laughs> yeah but it you know he was he was one of the ones that i was like upon voice hearing i was like i should exit out but i didn't and now it's sometimes i hate to say it, I play with him just to entertain myself. I never, but I haven't seen him. Well, that's the other thing. He's always talking about, he wants to see me, but he never asked me out, but that's a whole other show. Oh, We're going to yeah. get to it. Yeah, that really <laughs> is. Um, most yep. recently I was, I was talking to a gentleman um, who happens to be from Trinidad, which if you know me is not a thing I normally yep. do. I don't, I, I don't date Caribbean a lot of the time. Um, but I was talking to him and he wanted to talk. He was like, can I call you? I Ooh. was like, yeah. And he had a great conversation with me. And he's like, I think it's so weird that people don't want to talk on the phone. And I was like, yeah, I don't get that. Like, it's so much easier than sitting there texting each other. Um, so yep. I talked to him for a couple of days on the phone and, um, it, I think it's fizzled because, mm -hmm. well, yesterday he sent me a text and he was like, oh, what are your plans? He's like, oh, you probably have dates. So my response was not yet mm -hmm. because I don't, you haven't asked me for time. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't, um, but I do have a friend coming into town. So I'm busy Sunday. Like, that's what I said. Like I, mm -hmm. I'm out here. I haven't heard from him. Yeah. So, but I thought it was funny that he was complaining about the same thing that nobody wants to talk on the phone so it's not just us ladies it's no. them we're guilty of the same thing why can't we talk on the phone what is going to happen if you have a phone conversation with someone um i don't 
actually, you know, and it's true. And it might be that if they're an extroverted person and they're they're they have this perception of maybe they don't feel like that they communicate well on the phone, which is really interesting, right? Because uh, I actually know people like this that are very extroverted. And they would much rather, if they had a choice between a phone conversation and a Zoom call or being in, or being in person, now let's take this back two years, a year, two years ago, where, you know, things were still, you know, you had to do a video call with your doctor and stuff like that. But this particular person was interviewing for a job and they were just like, um, it was a phone conversation. I never feel like I do well with those. I would have much rather to have a Zoom conversation so that they can see me, I can see them and all of that. And I found that fascinating. And um, I have had, I have actually had phone interviews and um, I don't, I don't feel like I don't have issues with being on the phone. I have to actually be on the phone quite a bit for my job because we actually have to talk to people about their emergencies and stuff. So my, you know, my job is just a communication driven field. And so we have no choice in the matter. We can't avoid phone calls. So, um, but I do know people in my field that absolutely just cringe when the phone rings. Well, when you say it like that, well, I try to be off the, I don't like talking to people. Like I, I have too much going on in Excel sheets and stuff. I don't want to talk to people. Oh, I've been there. I've heard it. <laughs> <laughs> what she says is true. <laughs> but at the same time, I don't think who I am as a person comes off correctly in a text message. I think you need to talk to me because I, I think that's true of everyone from the area in which I live. Like, I live in New Jersey. So in the New York, New Jersey area, we come with a lot of sarcasm. Our daily language is sarcasm. So sometimes you need to hear it to know that I'm being sarcastic and I don't mean what I'm saying. Right. And when you're talking to people in a text, it doesn't always come through like that. And so I know that if you really want to get to know me, my language is the language of my area. And we are very fluent in sarcasm in this area. And it runs through every conversation we have. And you have to know that. So it's, and to be truthful, I tend to find myself with men from other countries like Europe, and it doesn't translate. So because yeah. <laughs> like you think about the cultural differences yes. and things like that. But I think this kind of goes back to the article that I was talking about is that what is missing and the what could be missing in those phone conversations is the cues, the body language and stuff like that. And I, I've talked about this like I I um, there are two channels I follow on YouTube and it's all about body language and I'm so fascinated with it. And I've actually learned so much just from watching these two particular channels. And you start to, you do start to notice that there is just so much that goes on with body language that we're seeing visually that we pick up that we don't even realize that we're picking up and it's discussed. They'll talk about, well, this person, um, 
well, let's just talk about it. The Johnny Depp and Amber Heard trial, you know, like this is a huge, this is just, you know, a dumpster fire. And, right. and it's just, I had, I, I am so fascinated with it. And what I'm fascinated with is the body language between Amber Heard and Johnny Depp. And so they, they highlight this a lot. And they said that the reason why a lot of people are having issues with Amber Heard when they watch her is because her body language is not um, correlating with what she's saying. So she's saying one thing, but her body language is saying something totally different. And that is why people are having issues with Amber Heard. And a lot of the times when I, and then these are two different channels. So I watch, um, one, it's like a panel of, uh, four professionals. This is their job is like, they do this and they work with people on the G summit and they work with CIA and they work with like high influential people and stuff. So they, they're, and they run the, the gamut on what their expertise levels are. And, um, so what they find is that really, you know, like, uh, Amber is, a majority of the time, her body language is deceptive. I, I, I'm not a body language expert, but I have to tell you, if I was uh, Amber Heard's manager or any sort of CSA casting director, oh. um, as an actress, this is the worst performance I have ever seen. I have not believed a thing that has come out of her mouth. And that's been the um, problem. That has from actually... how she delivered from how she delivers it, how she says it to what her body is doing, to what her face is doing. Mm-hmm. I, I, as if I were in the jury mm-hmm. would just be sitting there waiting for her to stop talking because I think everything she says is a lie. And that, and so that's what is happening right now is that they talk about that is that because her body language and what she's saying are such polar opposites. Now it's interesting that you say that because you think about it, like Johnny Depp and Amber Heard are professional actors this is their job so this like is this going to be a lot harder for for these body language experts and so what um so i actually watched one and it was the was it chris watts was it chris watts i don't i don't know any so so chris watts so chris watts was a father that killed his wife his pregnant wife and his two kids because he was having a marital okay and he never reported her missing her friends reported her missing because okay. she was supposed to take her to a doctor's appointment and all this stuff so all this stuff happened so what they did was they used chris watts's like material because there were like body cams from the cops and stuff to see how he was acting but they also did the chris watts movie so they had an actor so what they would do is they put them side by side to see how good the actor did versus what chris watts was doing And I found it fascinating because what it was, was what the actor was doing was actually really good, but they can't, he can't like, and they're like, well, if you look here, like if you look in his eyes, he, he, in the folds in his forehead, this is what Chris Watts has, but this actor doesn't have it because he doesn't know what it's like to be under scrutiny. He's just acting. So it was like these minute changes, but at least exactly. So, but my point is, is like, you're looking at an actor who's supposed to act like this person and you've got this side-by-side comparison 
and it you really it was really you really had to dig deep to see the differences and they were so and they were just like these authentic uh yeah. and stuff that you she just have. she just is up like I just feel like she mm-hmm. practices and I mean even everything about it seems very labored nothing seems genuine like for no. me it's not even about um you know like when you tell a story about something that happened to you, you my dog stepped on a bee yeah like you tell it with some <laughs> sort of one. feeling yeah and she doesn't I, I do I feel like she rehearsed lines and she practiced but she didn't practice them well but it's just a, it's a line it's, it's just like more proof in how much verbal communication is important exactly and how much you can tell about a person I you know I don't know how people like start to date and they're like we never talked on the phone I don't believe that I don't believe that at all yeah so I, I mean the verbal cues the the intonation of the voice and you know maybe it's just me too because I come from a singing background right I know what my voice can do yes I know that I can get you to cry if I wanted to Mm -hmm. vocally because I I would know how to make the sound be that heart-wrenching for you I have learned to do that so I am very big on verbal cues because mm-hmm. my ear my ear is trained to it yes to feel the emotion my ear is trained to feel the emotion in a sound right you know so maybe maybe that's why it matters so much to me or maybe why I resonate with it so much it's because I have you know when when you hand me a song that I'm not is in a different language I don't know what it says. You have to tell me what it says, but I can listen to the music and pull the emotion from it. And then I can give you the emotion using my voice. And I, I have to say that is my specialty as a singer. My specialty as a singer is not just singing well, but it's giving you the emotion that I'm feeling behind the song. So I'm very partial to that. I need a voice. I need that voice connection. I probably need, I need a voice connection. I need to have that. That, that works for me. I agree. I also think like, listen, in this, in this, you know, time that we live in, everybody's talking about time, time, time. I don't have time. I don't have time. Yada, 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 yada. It's always about time. (sighs) And I, I can say this, like, yes, my time is precious to me. So if I'm going to give you, you know, my time, you know, that's a gift. So it is worth having a phone conversation to see how it's going to go. Because if you're going to meet up and that's potentially an hour, let's say an hour at least, could go longer than that. That isn't, you know... A 20-minute phone conversation that could lead up to an hour or two hours it would probably go a lot better. Sometimes it doesn't. I'll be honest with you. Sometimes it doesn't mesh well. Um, but at least you've had that phone conversation so you feel comfortable. But if you're just going right from a text message and then you're, you meet and it just doesn't go well and now, you get, now it's awkward and you're uncomfortable and like, how are you going to get out of this and all of that? 
um, you know, that's, I think if you'd had a phone conversation, you may have relieved yourself of taking it any further. I do have an experience with this, which is why I said I'll never meet anybody um, without a phone conversation. And that was, I was texting someone that I met on an app and um, they were like, oh, let's, you know, let's like meet up. And so I'm like, all right, it was texting. We went and we met up and it was not good. And the thing that kind of like um, pissed me off was that he was just staring at his phone and he was just on his phone constantly, wouldn't talk with me and stuff like that. After about 15 minutes, because like I said, my time is precious to me. I just had it. And I said, I'm going to go. I said, because I am way more interesting than what's on your phone screen right now. And I'm done. And I just turned and I walked out. Now, had I had a phone conversation, I may have been clued in that this was not like meeting up was would not be a good thing. Yeah. And so that is I do have a rule about we actually I, I need to have like either a phone conversation or a FaceTime or something. Um, I, and I agree with you um, before I will ever meet anybody because I learned I learned my lesson one time, you know, one and done. <laughs> don't make first meetings anything more than a drink or coffee like if you say let's go to dinner I mean like okay we can meet for a drink I if we then stay for dinner mm -hmm. fine mm -hmm. but I will never I don't do like that first meeting is either coffee or a drink so yeah. that it can be 15 minutes so I, I I think that's the other part of it for me like I don't mind wasting 15 minutes mm -hmm. yeah I, like if I get to the point where like, hey, I just want to meet you. Mm -hmm. Okay, let's just meet and it's going to be a coffee or a beverage and then I'm either going out or we're eating dinner. One of the two. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah, I agree. I agree with that wholeheartedly. I have definitely had coffee dates that didn't go well and we spoke on the phone. <laughs> so I've, we will share. Um, and um yeah, I think that that's true. It's like you don't have to, you do not need to be like commit two hours, you know, right. a dinner because like that could be torturous. That could just be like horrible from the get go and stuff. I've been fortunate. I've actually had a lot of good first dates where the conversation has just flowed and, yeah, and whatever. I'm so fortunate. Yeah. I just, I just like, I, I am now to a point where I don't want to text back and forth. Yeah. More than a week. Yeah. If I haven't met you in that week, I'm not going to meet you. Yeah. Because I, I am now like, okay, yeah, I can talk to you for the rest of my life like this. Mm -hmm. I, that's not why I'm talking to you. Yeah. So if you don't have any, I need to figure out if you have an intention on meeting me. And mm -hmm. if you don't have any intention on meeting me, then this is done. That's kind of how I feel about Mr. Trini from last week. You know, yeah. like he was talking like he wanted me, but yet he made no attempt yeah to for me to come and see him or to meet him somewhere or something he never asked a question he never said hey what are you doing here do you wanna same thing with t guy there's no attempt to see me so you're not attempting to, to i'm not making time for you because you're not attempting so i i can skip the phone conversation if text is going well because by the end of that first week i want to know where we're going and i at least i've wanted to i want to see you 
to know whether or not I'm going to continue to pursue this or not. You know, like, is this worth then? Do mm-hmm. we keep going? That's what I need to know. Yep. Yep. And I totally agree. Um, and I think that it's just be honest, like, you know, and then like, what is the purpose? And then like, what is the purpose to keep texting? Right. Like what, what it leads nowhere. If you're just going to sit there and like, hi, hi. I mean, you could do that with a friend. I, you know, I, I, I got friends. I got coup. Yeah. I got, <laughs> I, got I got, I got, I got, you know, we got our, I got we got, we're in a group text that we yeah, talk I, to everybody. <laughs> right. Know. So I mean, uh, I'm not, I'm not on a dating website for new friends. I actually right. am very covered in the friend department. <laughs> That's right. You know, I mean, I mean, I, I mean, we, we talk every day, right? We talk every day. So, I mean, I'm all right. <laughs> you know, I'm all right. I got friends. Um, I will say, and I, and I shared with this with you, I think it was last night or sometime this week, I said to you that I had actually got um, a message and this person's idea of a unique uh, first date was he wanted to take me shopping. Was that a real, that wasn't real. That was real. It was real? It was real. And I was just like, but why? And he's like, well, I just think it'd be more interesting than, than dinner. But for me, for me, that it would not, that would not be fun for me because A, I hate shopping. Let's just talk about that. A, I would be, I hate it. Two, what kind of shopping are you talking about? And three, as a woman, this is what I think. What it is, what do I have to, what is it that I'm going to have to give because of this perceived shopping spree that he's spending. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna help you out with that just a little, my friend, my friend, some advice. One, um, did you ask him what kind of shopping? No, I did not. I did not because it was actually I did not, and I'm should pull up the. I'm gonna pull up the message just so that I make sh- to make sure that I am speaking. Um, okay, so this is how it started. Hi, can I take you out for shopping? That was his opener. Okay, and did I, you ask back what kind of shopping? I said, no, this is what I said. I said, you want to take me shopping? He says, yes, I want to. And I said, why? Thought it would be a nice date and different than dinner. I said, interesting. Just something different. He says who he is, says where he's from, wishes me good morning and, you know, and all that. Um, And I just, it wasn't comfortable for me. All right. So, Miss, I like to play with my prey. (laughs) Let's, why don't pose the question? Like, what are we shopping for? What kind of shopping, A? Um. And B, okay, you don't like shopping, but still inquire what kind of shopping. And the other part where you're saying to yourself, what type of um, uh, a thing would I owe you? Yeah, what do I, you like, what, what is it that I'm going to have to do? Right, so first of all, I need you to erase that question altogether out of your vocab. Mm-hmm. Um, because I don't care 
what you do with a man, whether it be coffee, a flight to Paris, um, you do not owe them Jack. Well, this is true, but okay. this will, this is going to go back to something that a, a situation that I had happen. Yeah. So I, I don't even like, so if for how I handle that, that little fear there is please note, if I take you up on this opportunity, it does not mean that you get an opportunity in, you know, that, that I owe you. It means that I owe you anything. I just means that I don't owe you anything because you offered, you offered to do this for me. This is not, I, it's not a, you know, a debate. It's not a, you give, I give. It's a, you offered, I'm not offering anything back. Right. I'm saying yes to your offer. That's it. That's I just, you know, it's, the, you know what? It's not even appealing to me. And if anybody that knows me, they know how much I hate shopping. Like the, I know that there are women like my sister. She's like, it's all about the thrill of the hunt. She loves it. Absolutely loves it. I hate shopping with every fiber of my body. I yeah, do. but he doesn't know that. So he, I, I think he's he's living under the societal, well, women love to shop. I don't like to shop either. Yeah. Nope. I'm not a shopper. That is not a fun experience for me. Um, but at the same time, I it would have been my first question. What are we going shopping for? Yep. For me, I was just like, why? <laughs> Clearly, that was not mine. It was like, why do you even want to do this? <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. and clear, and you know, so it was like my assumption was like, well, well, one, why do you want to do it? And then my assumption is, is that now, now there's going to be an expectation that I'm going to have to do something, or you oh, have, I owe him something. Yeah, see, it's the I owe him something that bothers me, and I know that's going to be something we're going to talk about at a later date and time, because um, that's a that's a very interesting sentence, and I've never heard you say that sentence to me before. So, but I hear, I hear what it, what it has inside your head for yeah. you. So yeah. I, I think we should have a conversation. We're going to write that down. We'll have a conversation <laughs> about that. Oh, yay. Um, I'm going to sit I on the couch. It's going to be know, a Zoom I do, where I sit on a couch. and Yes, yeah. but I do want to make it clear to every person listening to me right now that when you decide to do something with another person because they did this for you does not mean that they are entitled to or that they deserve or that you have to do something for them. Hmm. Loud and clear. I hmm. hope everybody heard me say that. <laughs> okay. Nothing is, nothing, it's not a give and take. It's not. It's a, well, that's very generous. If you want to, that's one thing, but you are not. In, you you are not in you, you don't have to it's not an implied give okay <laughs> yeah it's just it's just something that is not, yeah I not, it is that. so outside my comfort level and outside my that. comfort zone it's just uh, you know it's it's you want me to talk to them I'll talk to them. <laughs> but here's the other thing you know um you know I was having a conversation and we talked about, you know, things that we have done, you know, like for ourselves. And I had said that, like, you know, I, I was honest. I'm like, I've been on this journey of self-growth and development <laughs> for, you know, going on two years. And I said, one of the things that I did 
that I absolutely love that I've always wanted to do and I faced my fear was I did a boudoir shoot. And his response was, well, who did you do that for? And I'm just like, well, yeah. you know, I did that for me. And it's just like, um, you don't need to do something like that and have it be for somebody. I believe that the independent female is a very hard subject for a lot of men. I'm not, not all men, but I just believe it's a hard subject um, for a lot of men. I, I kind of feel like men are taught that we need them, that we rely on them, yep. and, that, and that we are incomplete without them. So, but that's a whole, keep hitting that's on a, a whole you, That's a whole nother, that's a whole nother <laughs> podcast. And it's, you know, and I think that that would be another one where we need to kind of like work out that, but we would need to, you know, we would need to pull coaching yeah. on that because that would be an interesting. I love where our <laughs> conversations lead us to. I mean, yes. but the truth of the matter is that gentlemen, we still want the phone conversation and you should want it too. I'm saying us that we want it, but you know what, guys, you should want it too. You should want to know the female on the other end, what she sounds like. Is she, is she gentle? Is she sweet? Like you can tell so much from a voice. So I think that the phone conversation needs to be installed stat. Stat, man. Hey, look, I, I use the medical term. <laughs> yes, yes. So, yeah, I, no, I totally agree. And, um, yeah, so I think this would be really cool. I would love to hear, um, again, we're always looking, we would really like a male perspective because, listen, we can get a lot of female perspective on right. this, but I would really love to hear a male perspective on their thoughts on phone conversations. Absolutely. And you know where you send that information? Well, you can send it to our email at podcastku.nan at gmail.com. Did everybody hear? Podcastku.nan at gmail.com. Send us your likes, your dislikes, your stories. What are you angry about? What did we say that made you mad? What made you smile? We want it all. We Next do. time we're going to talk about <gasps> sexual, <laughs> sexual innuendo. I love a good sexual innuendo. They can fun. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, they happen a lot. So <laughs> especially around here, man. Right. Oh my God. I'll, make anything, I'll make anything an innuendo. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you for hanging out with us. We're so happy to have you here. Please give us a five-star rating. And until next time, smooches and hugs, guys. Later. I said I like, 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 like it like that. <laughs> I said I